You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey, everybody. It's your old friend, John DeLuna, with another Get the Skinny. Joining me, as always, Brian Kilby. Brian, we are coming in hot right out of Thanksgiving weekend, which was a bugaboo, so to speak, for you. What's going on, man? I had the flu that and everything that comes with it. Like, like the flu flu, not a bad cold, the flu. Well, yeah, I mean like the chills and the joint pain and the stomach issues. That sounds like the flu. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so uh, we did Thanksgiving on Saturday, and it started Friday. <laughs> so I had my first actual what I would call a meal today. What uh, was it? Uh, I, I, well, I, it was the dumbest thing. Um, like I, I'm, I, I, I feel good now this morning. I was still kind of rough and tired and I spent a lot of time in bed, but I think I'm finally over it. So I'm like, I'm really hungry. I got Mexican. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Where'd you get it from? Uh, like a I, local joint. It, yeah. Well, it's a, I think it's, I, I don't, I think it may be part of a chain cause their website has the city name in it. Uh, so I'm thinking it's probably a chain. It's a place called Burrito Loco. Um, they all right, it, mildly they, offensive. Not too bad though. <laughs> yeah, uh, they serve like uh, a, I guess a, Mex- a Mexican American sort of fusion style. Uh, like they have a BLT burrito that's apparently really good. And um, but it's a, it's really good. Uh, I I when I got it though, I was really wanting Mexican. I, I probably should have gone uh, with a place that's a little more. Um, traditional because it it was not quite exactly what I wanted, but it was still really good. Excellent. And uh, it's staying down okay? Everything's good? Uh, so far, so good. It's been down now about two hours. Um, okay. But yeah, so what's great is I actually uh, made it through Thanksgiving, and I am still continuing my uh, decrease in weight. So I am not heavier after Thanksgiving. Yeah. That is like one of the uh, beautiful perks of being like out sick, like on your back sick. Yeah, it's 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 pretty great. I made a point to try to stay hydrated. I did my best. Um, lots of Gatorade. Oh my god, lots of Gatorade. Mm, and, delicious. Yeah, and uh, because um, because of Thanksgiving, we had family over, which kind of sucked because I spent the entire time in bed for the most part. Uh, we had stuff that I wouldn't normally drink. Uh, normally, I only drink diet sodas or water or, or like diet tea or something. But mm-hmm. we had like uh, Pepsi with uh, cane sugar because if I'm going to buy a soda, it's going to have cane sugar. Um, okay. Had that and chair wine with cane sugar, and uh, I, you know, I I did take take part in that because uh, I needed the carbs, and it was really sure. good. It was really really good. It's a liquid diet. Yeah. You're allowed. You're allowed. Hey, when it comes to Gatorade, are you – do you drink punch, lime, or the field, something else? Um, so I don't know that I've ever shared this story here. One of my earliest memories that I've, that I've ever that – I, that I have, period, is me sitting in the kitchen at the kitchen table. It's probably three. Um, and I had a cup of orange Gatorade, and I poured it over my head. I just felt compelled to pour it over my head. And it's not the only time, not the only time I did that. Uh, but I, normally I am an orange 
Gatorade mm. drinker. Uh, I will also I also love fruit punch and um, I'll honestly drink like the G2 grape. Uh, I, I, I will partake of most Gatorades. I don't like lemon lime. I really like the um, the new uh, cherry flavored. It's kind of it's kind of muted, but it's really good. Kim will only drink lemon lime only. She will not drink uh. anything else. And it's I just can't do it. Just, it's just, oh, really? uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, according to uh, several surveys, one by Esquire, one by Ranker.com, the three most popular flavors of Gatorade around the world are, in order, Fruit Punch, Lemon Lime, and Glacier, the blue, the light blue. Kim so. likes, she will, she will drink the Glacier uh, on occasion, I guess, but, um, man, I'm surprised orange isn't on there because I figured orange was everybody's favorite. It's in the top like five or six. It's, it's right up there. It's so good. It's not in top three, but it's up there. I'm sure. I'm sure on any given day it may medal. So don't feel don't feel bad. It <laughs> may be up on the podium. Uh, hey Brian, I've got. Uh, well, I guess first my uh, Thanksgiving was um, boring and typical. So oh. unfortunately, I don't have I don't have a, a story of woe. Uh, or a story of glee. In fact, even like on um, on Thanksgiving night and through Black Friday, I didn't even really like uh, buy anything special after I gorged myself. Uh, I couldn't find uh, a whole lot of things, um, I don't know, to, uh, to pick up. At this point, uh, it's really hard for me to find anything diet-related, fitness-related, or otherwise that really gets me going on Black Friday. We did buy... Our first dash button, though. Oh, really? That's exciting. Yeah, for to toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> so they finally made a Charmin button, and uh, we took the plunge. So we're going to see. Once we start getting low on that TP, we're going to mash on that button, see what happens, see uh, if it works. Can't really use Charmin so much. Charmin's not really septic safe and because we're not on a city store. So, mm-hmm. yeah, can't, can't, yeah, we can't use it. There is a Gatorade button. True. I don't drink that much Gatorade though because it's got sugar in it. Ah, uh, yes. And uh and Gatorade is uh, honestly one of those things where like if you don't drink it often, you can probably go pick up like a 12 pack or whatever. It'll uh, last, yeah. Yeah, it'll last forever and ever and ever. Water so I, I water hydrates well enough. Yes, I do think they have I think they have a water dash button. I'm not sure for bottled water, but hey, whatever. Do you guys drink bottled water or tap water? Uh well, I have a I have a well. So it's not city water. Oh, so the water is pretty nice. good, uh, and um, which is weird because I like I live in a city, but I don't have a sewer and I have a well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's odd, but it's common around here. Um, but like if when I drink bottled water, I exclusively drink Smart Water or the Smart Water knockoffs, or or I will drink Gatorade Propel just so that I can offend Kim and irritate her by calling it propyl. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, she hates it. I love it. Hey, uh, before I jump to another piece of uh, news, I find it interesting. The full answer on this uh, Gatorade thing, let me give it to you. Let me lay it on you. So lemon lime and fruit punch appear to be universally accepted in all the surveys as the top two flavors of Gatorade, while grape and lime cucumber are consistently the bottom flavors. Grape is I know, good. I know grape. I'm surprised grape is that is like bottom of the barrel. 
that lime cucumber smells amazing. <laughs> a friend, a friend of mine was over uh, watching a wrestling show last week, and uh, um, he had the the lime cucumber one, and it literally smelled like it smelled like I was somebody in the kitchen was chopping a cucumber. It was just, it was very pleasant. You just want to like leave an open bottle like kinda, on the counter, kinda. Hmm. Well, I mean, maybe that's where it needs to be. It needs to be like in the uh, aromatic aisle, not the beverage aisle, because nobody's buying it. Apparently. I don't think I'd drink it, but I would definitely smell it. So here you go. Orange is the third top-selling flavor. Good. So there you go. Good. Citrus Cooler, Tangerine, Cool Blue, Glacier Freeze, and Mango Extreme are all in the top 10 for most favored. Gatorade's available in 80 countries with over 30 flavors in the U.S. alone. Uh, lemon, lime, and orange are the original flavors that were the only options for the first 20 years of Gatorade's existence. 26 flavors of Gatorade have been discontinued throughout Gatorade's existence. However, lemon, lime, orange, and fruit punch remain consistently available for obvious reasons. Good. Pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Man, I can't believe they went 20 years with just two flavors. That's like That blows my modern mind. It just doesn't work like that anymore. Uh, Brian, I've got a tidbit from another giant food. I think you'll find this interesting because it blends food, technology, and the death of humanity. So McDonald's is rolling out tableside service at all U.S. locations. They announced this last week. And you might say to yourself, well, that doesn't sound like the end of uh, human relations and, and being social with your fellow man is tableside service. In fact, it's the opposite. It's it's service from one one human to another. It's personal. Well, tableside service is one side of a coin that McDonald's is rolling out. The other side of this coin is a kiosk system. I'm so, all for that. That's that's what I want. <laughs> McDonald's announced that it plans to roll out tableside service to all locations across the United States. The fast food giant has begun the process of implementing table service across all 14,000 American locations. So this new system allows customers to place orders using a digital kiosk or at the counter. So you can still talk to a person or you can just go right up to this kiosk and uh, submit your meal and choose it as a to-go meal, or if you're eating in, uh, in-house, someone will bring you your food, and that is the table-side service, but you're still ordering from a kiosk and not talking to a single human. So what does McDonald's say? The CEO said, for the best part of our 16 years, we've asked customers to work around our business model. CEO Steve Easterbrook said in a media event, I don't know what kind of 16 years he's referring to. McDonald's is slightly older than that, but whatever. He also said, but now customers are more demanding and we're looking to evolve our business. So currently the tableside service is already available in more than 500 locations in New York City, Florida, and SoCal. And they're rolling it out next in D.C., Boston, Chicago, San Francisco, and Seattle. Beyond that, McDonald's doesn't have a hard timeline for the rest of the United States, but they said they are moving, quote, as quickly as possible. Brian, I've looked at the kiosk. It's your standard touchscreen um, candy bar-shaped kiosk with the uh, payment scanner and all that jazz. The one thing that uh, tickles me is uh, it, 
apparently has only one button on it, like an iPhone or what have you. And that button, it says, press this button for assistance. This is a restaurant full of workers where you could probably just turn around and <laughs> speak loudly and get assistance, but uh, they would rather you press this button. Again, trying to sever you from actually making any kind of contact with another person if you wish not to. So, this just totally brings to mind Marx's, Marx's uh, theory of alienation, uh, sp- specifically uh, the alienation of workers from other workers. Like I am all about you know, kiosks and not having to deal with people. I love the idea of a kiosk. Um, <laughs> I, I genuinely love it. Um, the idea, so the table side service is that you sit down and you place the order and what's some, I mean, do you place the order at the counter? No, you go, well, you can, and they'll bring it to you there, but you can also just, I think the real intention obviously is you go up to this kiosk that's at the, the front or towards the front of the store Submit your order, pay for your order, and, you, and they you, will bring it to you because somebody has to. They oh, don't have a robot yet. Oh, 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 oh. So this is not two models. This is one model. Correct. Correct. Oh. They're marketing it, though. They're marketing it as tableside service when it's really just like the necessary second part of ordering at a kiosk. This is, this is just uh, diverting uh, one bit of human interaction to another part of human interaction. I mean – I, I thought I thought certain stores would have a kiosk where basically you order your food and like a slot in a wall would open up and, somebody, <laughs> and the food comes out and some would have another restaurant would have like uh, you sit down and someone comes up and takes your order, which I would not ever do and uh, then bring no. it to you. OK, uh, this no, that doesn't this make is, sense. Uh... Doesn't make sense to me because I, I want to have I either people either want to have the full human interaction interaction or none and i want the none that's what i want yeah i, I hear that this makes I, no, this I, makes no sense i can understand that i hear that uh well I'll, i would say to that like wait for that that's coming you know for sure that's coming it's, where it's basically a, a bunch of vending machines it's kind of what i like about sheets i mean i have to deal with the cashier and the cashier is always great and i have to deal with the person that hands me the food the person that hands me the food is always great but I place the order, I pick what I want, I tell it exactly what I want, and it spits out a receipt on the other side. It tells mm-hmm. the person exactly what I want. They don't have to do it from memory. I, I, that's what I want. Yeah. I mean, this is close to that. You're just going to get somebody who's uh, probably not nice and fairly apathetic just dropping your tray at your table. I mean, that's the only human interaction you'll have to deal with. So, eh, you know, I mean, that's brief enough. You could fight through it. Hey, I was also going to uh, say too about this is that uh on a slightly different scale my wife and i have been to olive garden uh, a couple times in the last uh, couple months i'm sorry and they even, even no, they, it's, a, it's okay i know well i mean i mean ask virgil that man can't be wrong check his twitter feed <laughs> um they have this can you believe this they have even they have and chili's has this too they have a little touchscreen kiosk at the table where, yeah. uh, in theory, you can order most, not all, but you can order, I think, at least like drinks and appetizers, maybe mm-hmm. dessert, something like that, uh, on this touchscreen and not deal with the waiter. And I, honestly, I don't know why they haven't just gone ahead. I think Chili's has, but I don't think Olive Garden has. I don't know why they just don't go ahead and program it to enable you to take 
the full order. And I mean, let's let's not beat around the bush here. We know what we're we know what you're trying to do here. So so I mean, why don't you just go ahead and muscle out half of your wait staff like you clearly want to do? But uh, it's it's very odd that even like at a sit down restaurant like that. Uh, that they're suggesting that you sit down and just handle all this yourself and not have the ceremony of being waited on. It's just weird. Like that's, it's like being halfway phased out. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I think, I think, uh, Red Robin has something like that where you can actually even pay at the table. Uh, oh yeah, for yeah, sure. I, I don't, I don't, it's been a while since I've been to Olive Garden. Um, but I don't remember if you can do that there. Like having a wait staff, is, I mean, most most wait staff in most places the wait staff is um, most of their pay comes from tips. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was a, gosh, an episode of Freakonomics I think, where they talked about the problem with tipping, which is your wait staff gets tipped, but your kitchen staff doesn't. So while the average income of wait staff the wait uh, of wait staffs have gone up substantially, a waiter at a nice restaurant can make a lot of money if they are really good. I mean, obviously somebody who's good at their job should make more money. It's more true of that kind of job. Yeah. So, but the kitchen staff in the back, their pay has not increased commensurately. I think it's only basically gone up with, uh, the rate of inflation. So where somebody at a high end restaurant might make hundred fifty, hundred eighty thousand $180,000 a year waiting Somebody in the kitchen, the chef or sous chef might make $38,000, you know, (laughs) you know, like 15 years ago, they might've made $33,000. So, um, it's, it's, it causes a lot of problems in certain, certain restaurants, you know, have a no tipping policy. Certain restaurants try to encourage people to tip the kitchen staff as well. There's just not a good way around that. And I think Mm. cutting out the wait staff, I, 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 I'm all about letting the market decide. I know some people will probably throw a rotten tomato at me for saying that. But if one restaurant wants to have a wait staff and that's what people want, people will go there. If one restaurant wants to have kiosks and robots, I'll go there. So <laughs> I see. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, one last thing is if you're in Wisconsin, McDonald's have, have started in that state serving uh, fried cheese curds. So that's fun. Deep fried cheese curds in Wisconsin McDonald's for a limited time. I also saw I didn't I didn't look up the country or the region of the world. I wish I had. But uh, McDonald's also just rolled out Nutella hamburgers. Oh, God. Uh, not in this country, as if I had to tell you guys that. But uh, yeah, it, apparently by pictures, it looked like bun, meat and a uh, slab of Nutella. And that was it. In the uh, in the burger, it's called a sweetie, which is nice, which is cute. But uh, yeah, I guess if you're in, uh, I'm gonna guess the South Pacific, maybe. I'm not sure. Sounds like something that that region would be tickled with. There is out there somewhere a McDonald's Nutella burger to be had. Brian, what else are you looking forward to? With the Christmas holiday coming up, we've just survived. You literally have survived going through the full uh, the flu during the Thanksgiving holiday. Now we are embarking on the Christmas phase of the year. Uh, you have any uh, any plans, any tactics to keep you straight and keep you like on this downward trajectory 
with your uh, with your weight? Um, I mean, I have a strategy. Then I have what I'll probably really do. Uh, my strategy That's is. A- it's Come just, on, man. It's just to, uh, you know, uh, cut back, eat less, continue cutting back, continue eating less. Um, yes, that's it. That's the phrase. And, and getting uh, aiming for like 1,500 calories a day. Uh, hmm. Probably what I'll do is I'll probably still eat a fair amount, but I'll probably just eat less unhealthy things. I mean, that's the best way to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, like it. Uh, so at work. Uh, in the canteen, we have two different – well, there's three different uh, areas you can go for breakfast, four different areas you can go for breakfast. Uh, there's two that I primarily hit. One is like uh, – it's uh, it's kind of like a buffet where you get you can get egg, sausage. It, mm. it's, it's in the south, so we have liver mush, which I never eat because it's gross. Oh, my God. Yeah, Biscuits is that great. what I think it is? Yeah, basically. It's like liver spread? It's like liver with um, cornmeal, I think. It's it's it, it's popular here, uh, fried up. I, I don't eat it. Then we have a station that uh, then there's a, there's a station that's a Mexican restaurant, so they have like Mexican themed breakfast tacos, burritos, and quesadillas. Too heavy on the calories. Uh, one that does like pancakes and omelets. An omelet's pretty good. One pancake isn't that bad. Uh, but I normally try to go to the sandwich station, where I just get like usually either a bagel. With with a fried egg, um, turkey, and a couple pieces of bacon, or usually a croissant with the same thing. Uh, it's very not, tasty. Yeah, not the not the healthiest thing in the world, but not the unhealthiest either. Mm-hmm. That's what I normally eat get for breakfast. That and, uh, twenty ounce Pepsi Max. Aha! Uh-huh. Yes, Pepsi Zero. Pepsi Zero. Right? Thank you, Pepsi Zero. Yes, I saw. I saw the. Uh, I saw the the can. On some kind of piece of marketing the other day, like yeah. uh, like most soda marketing, it's everywhere. I couldn't even tell you where I saw it, but I saw it and I thought of you, Brian. I knew somewhere that you were guzzling a, a Pepsi Zero somewhere. It's a Diet Dr. Pepper right now. Chances are. Well, right now. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. The uh, chances are greater than zero that uh, the <laughs> next thing you drink <laughs> will be a uh, Pepsi Zero. It's true. Perhaps. Hey, uh, anything else this week, Brian? I'll get the skinny. Mm, man, I'm trying to think. Um, not really. I can't think. I, I am. So one thing I'm proud about. Mm, please. Like, I'm trying to, we still have Halloween candy left. Oh, yeah. So do we. Yeah. So, you know, I'm eating maybe a little bit every other day or something. Not like a lot, but like uh, maybe a uh, Laffy Taffy or maybe a... Um, little one of those mini boxes of nerds, not because, you know, I, I'm trying to force myself to you know, eat candy, but because I'm trying not to deprive myself of it. So I, you know, don't splurge and go and yeah. like eat too much. So sure. So I, I'm doing that. And I think that's working out pretty well. I just had a, live a little. Yeah. It's, I don't know why it was in the Halloween candy, but I just had a fruit roll up. It was a Frankenberry flavored fruit roll up. So <laughs> really? Yeah. They have those. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We still have uh, we still have Halloween candy too. We haven't put a dent in it because uh, one, it's like in um, it's in it's not in the kitchen. It's like in the entryway to our house, so you forget it's even there. You don't see it. So out of sight, out of mind. And second is, I'm not afraid to admit this. 
I know there's going to be a fair number of people that are, may send me hate tweets. I'll deal with it. I'll live with it. I can I can carry the burden. But lots of that candy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say at least 70, 80% of it, are mini Reese's peanut butter cups. And those things are such a beating to eat. I okay. won't do it. Yeah. I cannot do it. I don't. They're yeah. messy. They're not fulfilling, especially the mini ones. They're not satisfying. No. Uh, the peanut butter inside them is mediocre. And again, did I mention they're just a beating to open and eat? You know what is really good, though? I found it at Five Below when I was there oh. a couple weekends okay. ago. It was on clearance. Yeah. I didn't get it during Halloween. Uh, Halloween portions of Pocky. Oh, really? So good. So satisfying. It's like a quarter or a fifth of what a, a box would normally have in it. But yeah. it's totally satisfying, totally crisp, totally totally delicious, and I think like 125 calories. How long are like are they like snack length or what? Like no, how's that it's work? It's like it's like a full size pocky. Uh huh. Like one pocky's not a lot, so you know, right. I take a box and divide it five times. So is this just this really long small box? It's a it's a it's a bag. It's a baggie. Okay. Same idea though. Yeah, exact same idea. Delicious, huh. perfect, love it. Man, that would have been a uh, a slick thing to give away to trick or treaters. Talk about like hipster anime, I know. anime waifu, I know. emo, what have you. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to remember that. I could be the cool nerd on the block. Give out Pocky. I'll give out something that was popular ten years ago. Uh, or or no, more like fifteen, twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, damn, Brian. Yeah, I know. And then I can ask the kids. Hey, did you see? Uh, did you see the latest Cowboy Bebop? <laughs> Just look at the blank stares on their face. How about Ava? Huh? Outlaw Star? Hello? Uh, if I said Dragon Ball Z to an eight-year-old, they would know that one, right? Oh, God, yes, absolutely. That, My five-year-old nephew loves it. Time okay, yeah, so stop, they, they'll go. still watch that stuff. How do they take it in? Where is it airing? Uh, CW or something? Oh, well, okay. Here, oh, no, that's right. That's right. Here, here's the thing. Is, kids don't watch TV. They may. My nephew... Uh -huh. He lives and breathes YouTube. Like he says, uh -huh. he says, like just riding down the car, uh, like my video and subscribe. He just says that. <laughs> That's terrifying. I know, but he watches YouTube and YouTube has everything. He, he may not actually watch a whole episode of Dragon Ball Z. He may just watch a clip. Yeah. And, I hear you. But kids watch that. That's what kids watch. He kind of, he may like. He like he. It's possible he likes Dragon Ball Z, and he 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 knows what it is, but he couldn't describe to you like the Cell Saga. Um, I, I would I would I would disagree with that because my friend oh, really? my he friend that. my friend Ricky and I, uh, uh, back we were watching Dragon Ball Z. Um, this was when Funimation when Funimation uh. Released it here back in the day. It was was a Harmony Gold, like back way yeah. back in the day, during the mm -hmm. Funimation era. We were watching it. We were way into it, and you know we we watched them religiously. We we watched you know could tell you what happened, whatever, blah blah blah. So this he was at four at this point. Uh, we were riding down the road, and they were having a conversation, trying to at four years old. Uh, Ricky was trying to. Um, trying to stu uh, stump him on Dragon Ball Z stuff. And he knew basically every single thing that Ricky threw out. 
man. It was ridiculous. This was a point where he wasn't in daycare. He was uh, uh, ah. staying at home and just watching Dragon Ball Z. And like he, 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 like he knows stuff that I don't know. Like I never watched any of like the uh, OVA stuff. So like anything oh, yeah, with Brawly no, or whatever, I got no clue. He knows all that stuff. <laughs> it, it, it's the scariest thing. But he was four. Now he's five. He doesn't remember a thing. Interesting. Yeah. So he's got a little DVR in his head. Yep. He's kind of cleared it a few times. Yep. Well. On that note, I want to remind everybody that uh, Dragon Ball Z is available probably on Amazon in a variety of formats. And if you go to Amazon to buy Dragon Ball Z or Gundam or Outlaw Star or Cowboy Bebop or any other dated anime, please go to tfradio.net slash Amazon and do your shopping that way. Or just click the Amazon link at tfradio.net and you will be supporting us because some nickels and dimes from your total amount on your Amazon purchase, your transaction, will go to Brian Kilby, and he uses those nickels and dimes to keep the lights on and keep the podcast going, flowing, and free so you can support us just by going to tfradio.net slash Amazon. We appreciate it. Uh, By the way, on topic, forget the skinny, uh, this is obviously the sale season, so we've had Black Friday. We're going to have Cyber Monday, and then from now until Christmas, obviously, there's all kinds of deals, probably even better deals than Black Friday and Cyber Monday if you watch Amazon diligently. Amazon has tons of fitness, health and fitness items oh, yeah. for you or your family to help you get in shape, uh, all kinds of stuff. I'm sure they have um, kettlebells all the way up to fancy schmancy treadmills, compression wear if you're feeling achy. Uh, something for your knee, something for your elbow, something for your entire lower body. If you need to compress your entire torso, see a doctor. <laughs> uh, but uh, but also, you probably want to buy like you know something on Amazon to help you out, even if it's just a weight belt. So uh, again, if you need that or a scale or natural whey or Quest bars or anything, tfrao.net slash Amazon. Am I right, Brian? You are right. And I, yes. Yep. And uh, not only does it help us keep the lights on, uh, it, can all, it also helps us expand. And um, maybe speaking out of turn, but um, not necessarily for this podcast, but for the the mother show, the mothership, Radio Free Cybertron, hopefully uh, have a big announcement here in the next couple of weeks uh, that uh, tfradio.net slash Amazon help realize. So we'll see how that goes. Fingers crossed. Is it a Ric Flair podcast? Is he jumping over to tfradio.net? Um, Bruce Pritchard. Oh yes, awesome. Maybe even Sting. Yeah. You know what we need. You know what we need to pursue. We need to pursue uh, Brian Savage. You guys out there, if you know tfradio.net, you know who Brian Savage is. Send us a tweet. Do you want us to pursue the Brian Savage podcast, the Power Hour? Man, I, we could talk about GI Joe. We could talk about Transformers. We could talk about Hasbro. That would actually be really interesting. Is to talk about fashion, talk about all sorts of talk about biking. I know he is a long distance cyclist. He's very fit, so he's a very fit man. That's right. Very aerodynamic up top, for sure. So Brian, if you love good podcasting, give us a shout out, tweet us, uh, let's talk. Uh, again, guys, like we said, you can make it happen, maybe, maybe not, by going to tfradio.net slash Amazon, doing your holiday shopping. Thank you, Brian. Anything else on this week's Get the Skinny? That's it, sir. We'll see you guys next time. This has been Get the Skinny. 